Yeah, um, it's a complex topic. Uh, why wealth in terms of money is extremely important, not because not because money means anything, but because you can actually buy freedom. <laughs> That's why money is important. You you can buy freedom. That's 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 the only reason why money is important. It buys you time. It buys you freedom. Everything else is just an object that you can use, abuse, you know, throw away, <laughs> whatever. But um, one of the most pres precious, some of the most precious human values are freedom and time. And that's why money is important. It doesn't really matter whether it's an investment like a, like a, like a holiday, or um, um, I, I don't know a, a way to communicate better with people around about you, um, or whether the fact you can just have a day off when you want to have a day off. Yeah, um, that that's the real reason why money is important, not for. Not so that you can have a bigger, yeah, 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 yeah. Not to collect things. Yes, exactly. Because, because, um, yeah, that's the process of creation and destruction. That just kind of that that stuff doesn't doesn't mean anything at the end of the day, you know. Um, so it's it's about the the lives that you touch uh, along the way, and the the I think the people that people that we help. It's interesting that there are lots of natural ways to look at things, but often what we think of as natural is not always right. Let me give you an example. Um, I was talking to a client who is pregnant. She's going to have a baby. And we were talking about the future and education and the, the child growing up and the right kind of environment. And she said that she was reading a book about education and, you know, how to how to get the best education from, from one system and the best education from another system and how to take the best from everything so that you can have the best for, for yourself and your family. Which, on the surface, is quite logical. It's quite practical, in fact. But my question to her was, what are you giving? You've told me what you can take. It's fine. Well, what are you giving? Because if you don't give anything, you don't deserve anything. So you can plan in the best way possible to take the best from here and here and here and here and here. But if you're not contributing, if you're not giving something, then you don't deserve any of that. And at the end of the day, the things that you take are not going to work because the values that you put in place are the wrong values. So it doesn't matter how well prepared and organized you are, if you don't have the right value system in place. So my advice was, that's fine if that's your plan, but before you can take, think about what you can give, because that's what adds value to everything. If everybody only took, there would be no value in anything at all. 
So um, that's another point of the education system. All of these parents and students going into schools say, oh, I can get this from this and this from this and this and this. Yeah, okay, great, but what are you contributing? What are you actually giving to the school? The school's giving you an education, but what are you giving to the school? And when you think of the connections, the contacts, the networks, the resources that exist throughout the fact you have 300, 400 students in one school, the amount of contribution which could take place is, is, is almost endless. Yet there's almost nothing. And we wonder why schools fail. Because everyone is taking, not giving backwards so it doesn't really matter how we plan and organize things it doesn't matter it's irrelevant because the foundation the fundamental principle is backwards so we're all just taking you know if parents stopped and asked themselves what can I give to the school to improve the quality of that school I can't see that happening <laughs> but uh, 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 at least employing that on a personal level in personal choices you know um, um, anyway that's just a passing thought there was just um, one other thing that was going through my head um, yeah the, the practicality of having all these different subjects organized in schools compartmentalization, scientific methods makes sense in practice. Makes sense if you're building a big machine. Break it down into smaller parts and build the smaller parts and connect them all together. Yeah, people are not machines. That's where it begins to fall apart. It's not a bad idea. Society needs to be organized. We need doctors, teachers, lawyers, builders. We, we kind of need that organization. And if you look at the way that universities and schools from a top-down level should be organized, it's just done in terms of percentages. We need 3% of society working here, 5% of society working here, 15% of nurses, and yada, 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 yada. So, so we, we can understand that that's not a bad way to organize things. We also have to understand that's a controlled way to organize things. But people don't really fit into perfect molds because <laughs> we're not perfect molds. The mold is the shape. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, say you want to you want to make something like this plastic thing. You make a mold, and then everything is always the same, right? People don't really fit very well into that kind of uh, uh, that kind of system. You walk into a bookshop. You tend to go towards subjects that you know and things that you like. Like if you like history, you don't go to the geography section. <laughs> so, I'm not sure that we can diversify the world through forcing people to study things that they don't want to study. 
um, I think we can only sort of offer people opportunities and let there be some kind of natural organization of things. Um, maybe, or maybe that's a completely terrible idea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any control over the system. Um, um, perfect worlds. Avoid perfect worlds. Utopia is communism, socialism, fascism. <laughs> Anything that seems like it's going to be perfect never is. <laughs> never will be. Especially for bigger groups of people. The bigger the group of people that you want to do something perfect with, the more impossible the task. Because I know that when I want to do something perfect with myself, <laughs> it's not going to happen. might be good, but it's not going to be perfect. And then the more people that you add to that, the, the less possibility there is that, that, that you will get a perfect result. Just because of the, 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 the multiplication of possible other results that happen from that. You know, that that's, um, uh, that's why Hillary Clinton should not be elected president. Because she can solve all the problems by giving more money to everybody. Right. Don't, I don't understand that at all. I don't understand that at all. Right. The Washington Post actually printed an article that said she had already won the election. You what? Predictive programming, per perhaps. <laughs> 